The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Lady Love. <clears throat> uh, lady Love. <laughs> Just kidding. It's Manly Love. Manly Love is back. <laughs> I'm back. Yes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Lady Uh-oh. Love uh, had some technical difficulties on her end, so she was unable to record this week. The technical difficulties is called moving away. Yeah, it's called moving away <laughs> and being incapable of charging your laptop ever again. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, I'm back, dude. Thanks for having me back. Of course. Thanks for coming in. I should say who I am, right? People are like, wait, who? What? We'll get to that to the end. No, we're not even going to tell them. Oh, no. We're Don't say my name at all. Swim right in here. Yeah, at some see point. See figure it out. See who it is. Maybe it'd be like, like Jeopardy. It's Tom Cruise. No. No? Tom Cruise. <laughs> we can play it like Jeopardy where they have to like guess whose voice this is. That would be funny. You know? Don't even put me in the notes or anything. No. Let let them try to do, guess who do, it is. Do, do. <laughs> and make it a contest. Like if somebody can figure out who it is and they send you a thing, like you send them a prize or something. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. There you go. There you go. See? There you go. We have a, we have a contest now. Yeah. If you want a bag of Sour Patch Kids, see if you can Boom. figure out Boom. who this is. Sour Patch Kids signed. Oh, yeah. By Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise. <laughs> It'll have like a little Scientology symbol on it. Do they have a symbol? I don't know. I feel like they should. I, feel, I like, feel like I have to look that up. I don't, they should have like, it'll be like the bet signal, except it's like the eye of Ra or whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. And the, the pyramid. So, oh, maybe it is. I think, isn't it? It's like a pyramid thing. I think you're right. I think they do have a symbol. Is it? I feel like, I thought that was the Freemason thing. I'm not sure. Oh, they use a cross. Oh, they do? <laughs> oh, no. It's this thing. It's oh. like triangles with an S. Yeah, that definitely looks okay. like it'd be a cult sign or something. <laughs> Man, I am not saying that. Hey, they don't even know my name, oh my so God. I'll say it. Have you ever heard of a, a you know, Lilydale, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, since I'm on vacation right now, I was like talking to Dev. I was like, oh, maybe we can go to Lilydale. I've never been there. It seems like it's cool. And he's like, it's a cult. You can't go there. And I was like, what? A cult? <laughs> yeah. Is it a cult for real? I don't know. I don't think it is. But he said they're all culty and weird and they're all like hippy dippy and i think it's it's all because they're all um what do you call it uh psychics yeah they're all supposed to be like psychics and tarot readers and yeah stuff. i've been through i was it there no did i go to lilydale no i went to the one in florida they have a sister town in florida they do yeah dude it's called i can't remember but Sunnydale? we'll look it up we'll look it up. <laughs> <laughs> sunnydale yeah right because florida uh we'll look it up afterwards but yeah dude i've been to the one there and or maybe it was the one here uh, anyway and there's a little part of the forest that you walk through this path dude and all of a sudden there's all these little toys and little mini houses and stuff and it's all for the fairies the forest fairies like okay. they put all that stuff out there for them i'm like for the forest fairies yeah they got like thumbelina they, coming they, to- they believe the forest fairies are a real thing okay yeah and they put it out there and and there's people who do like readings and stuff and there's people who will like swear up and down this is legit like they go there and they walk away going how can that person even know that see i don't and know it's not on social media this is before social media yeah it's hard though because like i go and don't get me wrong i love getting my cards read and all that stuff yeah oh you do the cards yeah well okay. i mean i bought cards to try to do it and they're uh-huh. still sitting on a table because i'm a terrible human and like <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh i gotta read a book fuck okay <laughs> but <laughs> but like i've gone to get my cards read and stuff like that and it is cool and they're kind of like you know intuitive or whatever but it's like 
I don't know. It's it's just not like solid information. So it's like things that right. It's always kind of like you can interpret it however whatever's going on in your life. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I totally get that. It's only the ones that are like legit, like zero in specific. Right? Yeah. Oh, your mom Joan limped off on her you know dead wooden foot, and you're like. <laughs> how the hell can she know about my mom's wooden foot exactly you know I mean? that that i would be like okay yeah, you're yeah, right yeah yeah you got it aaron was telling me that about we because we're going to presque isle oh we're next supposed week. to go there tomorrow oh nice yeah, yeah 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 we're going next week we're staying for like a couple days okay um and she was talking to this lady and this lady was just like uh do you know anybody that's going to presque isle and she was like no and she thought that's a coincidence but then she thought to herself I think that lady's supposed to be like clairvoyant. Like that's her thing. So that's a little weird too, you know? And we didn't like, we don't talk about it on social or nothing, you know? Yeah. That is random. That's, that's Stuff like weird. that makes me go, wait, what did she say? And she goes, and she told me again, I'm like, how would she like, why? I'm like, I don't, she goes, I don't know. Maybe it's a coincidence. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I mean, they talk about Prescott on the radio a lot. Maybe it was just like a, yeah. Right. Also it's nice out, right? Yeah. Like it's now is the time to be going out the to powers the beach. Of deduction. Yeah. It could be. I don't know. But or it's like, maybe that person was going and they're just like, hey, you ever been? You know anybody that's been? You know? Yeah. It could be. It just be a point of conversation. It really takes a lot to convince you, huh? It does. It does. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm hard when it comes to that. Like, I'll feed into it. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I'll mm-hmm. go and pay to get my cards right and all that stuff. But like, yeah. whether I believe it or not is very... So you've done it. You've actually gone to it. Oh, yeah. I used to go to the gypsy parlor and get my cards read by this one super gay guy and he was awesome. So when you say awesome, was it because he was a cool person and he was awesome or he was awesome because he was actually pretty good? Um, Or was that stuff vague too? It was vague-ish, but at the time he's like, you should break up with your boyfriend. And uh, yeah, he was right. <laughs> but <laughs> but he was just like super Just out of nowhere he said it? Yeah, because we were like doing things. He's like, do you know a Scorpio? And I was like, yeah, I'm dating one. He's like, mm-mm, honey. Oh. You need to let that go. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> He's That's right. funny, dude. But yeah. Hmm. One of these days, something will happen. You'll be like, hmm, let's see. I know. Every once in a while. But it just depends on who you go to get your cards read by, too. Gotcha. Because some people are like good at it, and then other people are just like way too vague. So, yeah. Oh. True. True. But yeah. yeah. I'm Courtney. I'm not telling you who I am. <laughs> and this is my, <laughs> my wicked crimes and cat moms all forgot to go in on that i was like oh yeah (laughs) it's okay ever since we had to start doing the zoom recordings like me and kat were like so out of sync and everything's like terrible because it's so off like the timing's off on the there's like a delay in the recording you know yeah we try so hard i'm like it's just not happening like (laughs) it's just not happening it's tough (laughs) it is but yeah so for this week uh no wine no since i just turned the dirty 30 I've been drinking way too much. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's not bad. It's just you talk about it like you you're putting on a black cloak and walk into the <laughs> graveyard. Like you're already ready to walk into the ground, dude. I am. I like it's not the, that bad. 
I have like a scythe and like those big, you know, the sheer like yeah. big veil. And I'm like, like, <laughs> it's like, dun, 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 and you're like walking to the graveyard. Yeah, just like, put me in the ground now. I'm done. I'm this done. Is it. This is it, boss. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, and mark my words, bro. Like ten years from now, you look back and be like. The hell was I thinking? What I think I was like old then, because now I feel old. What the hell? I know that's a that's the thing that's worse. Is like now it's like forty is gonna be my next monumental birthday. So it's like, oh, this is gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, no, nah, dude, it's not bad. Trust me, you'll see. Everybody's telling you, right? Yeah, there's a reason everybody's like, oh, telling you. Great. There's a reason. Yeah, I mean, I'm rolling into it like buying a house and stuff, so that's cool. I guess. Yeah, you, you gotta know. start. Kind of acting like an adult, right? I know, somewhat, a little bit. Just on the outside. Be be an adult on the outside so that the the world doesn't think you're a maniac trying to be a kid while you're old. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. But, uh, but you don't lose it on the inside, dude. You don't. I don't know. Just be yourself. I am. I'm definitely way too much myself. And I was like thinking as I'm trying to be an adult and then probably next year I'll be running around in pasties at a festival. <laughs> so that'll be great. Get down. <laughs> I know. Nice. Oh, God. But yeah, so since... Um, since I just turned 30 and I've been drinking <laughs> way too much. <laughs> That's so funny. I decided to go with like something not as caloric. Ooh, high noon. Yeah. Sun sips. It's also summertime. Yeah. This is something you enjoy in the summertime. Oh, snap. I wish we had ice here, dude. I know. This is kind of room temperature. It is. <laughs> well, because I just bought it on the way here. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, vodka and soda watermelon flavored. Made with real fruit juice, sparkling water, and natural flavors. Vodka and water. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, vodka is my preferred beverage. High noon sun sips. Made with real vodka, real fruit juice, and sparkling water. The easy drinking and always socializing, great tasting, sun toasting, blue sky celebrating, memory making, awesomeness in a can, hard seltzer. Get out and enjoy. Holy crap. That sounds amazing, right? It is delicious. When you hear that all together, immediately in my head, it just feels like a backyard cookout with people playing volleyball in the corner and music's playing and people are in the pool and people are drinking and this is what they're drinking, right? Yeah. And no sugar. So I feel like they need to sponsor your show. I know. uh, That's what's up. High noon. I know. I would love that. I tried one of these not too long ago and I was like, oh, you know, I've been trying to force myself to like seltzers, like trying so hard. So I'm like, okay, no sugar. I'll do that. I'll not have sugar. Is that what White Claw is? Is that that kind of, is it a seltzer? Yeah, it's a seltzer, but this one's with vodka instead of like the beer type whatever. Oh, that's beer they have in White Claw? Yeah, it's like some kind of a beer seltzer. Well, that's why they can sell it. I've never drank, I've never drank White Claw. (laughs) I only know White Claw because I've seen it like, like wrestling dudes have it and i'm like oof that must be the culture for white claw because i'm not trying to drink that no it tastes like ass oh it's awful what's worse though is the bud light platinum seltzers the one day now me and lady love are all about the non-alcohol abuse we don't waste (laughs) alcohol (laughs) like so i bought them because lady love was all on her bud light platinum thing and I'm like, oh, this should be good. Like, she says Platinums are amazing. And it was literally the worst thing I've ever tasted in my entire life. I couldn't even finish the can. Oh, my like, God. Like, we were forcing ourselves to try to drink it because we were trying to get drunk. And it was awful. I was like, this is the worst $10 I ever spent in my life. <laughs> That's funny, dude. It was shitty. <laughs> but, yeah. Oof. I hope this is going to be okay at, at room temperature. because I'm hoping so, too. 
But I mean, it can't be worse than like that. <laughs> so <laughs> you're like, I've already hit the bottom. Yeah, it's exactly. all right. I'll move up. And I mean, vodka is always my fave. Like that's always been okay. my drink. I think because, like, when I first started drinking, I didn't know what drink to ask for besides, like, a vodka cranberry. That's us. That's everybody, dude. Yeah. I remember when I first went out drinking. Uh, well, I remember when I was first drinking, I wasn't of age, right? Like, you're drinking at parties when you're young, so you're drinking whatever people brought over. I wouldn't yeah. drink beer, but I used to drink, uh, like, like the um, the wine coolers. Oh, the, the like, Seagram's. The back like... In the, yeah, the back in the day, they had the Zimas, and we drank oh, God, those, dude. Oh, the Zimas. But we did. And then we graduated to, like, when it was time, like, hey, you're 21. I went to a bar. I'm like, dude, I don't know what to order. I never really ordered it. And I wanted to try something new. And so I had, uh, we were at an Irish bar. So I was like, all right, I'll try Guinness. I almost puked. I was like, (laughs) oh, God. I'm like, why would people drink this shit? I was like, all right, can I do? I said, I don't want beer then. What else is there can I have? The, The guy's like, well, liquor. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, dude, like, what can I have? He's like, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know. Like, let me do a shot of something. And so he was like, uh, all right. And he was this one of these dudes that makes all these fancy shots. Oh, yeah. And he gave me this thing. I'm like, what is this? He's like, it's a sexual alligator. I'm like, a sexual alligator? Like, What's a sexual alligator? He told me what it was. I can't even tell you what it is now. I don't know. And I did the shot. And then after that, it was like doing shots of stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> And then all of a sudden, I became a, a rum and coke guy. I was a rum and coke guy for the longest time. Okay. And then went on to whiskey. And then whiskey was my shit for quite a while. Yeah. And then last year happened. It was like, wow, whiskey's my friend. Maybe I should say we should break up for a while, yeah. whiskey. We should we take should. a break for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that. I did that for a little bit where I stopped drinking, but then I just started smoking weed. So I was like, I guess I'm not really helping anything here when it comes to chemicals. <laughs> but... <laughs> That's amazing. But I started with me and my sister were at my cousin's wedding. And like I was old enough to drink, but she wasn't. So I just went up to the bar and got the drinks and gave them to her. So I didn't know what to order. So I was like, okay, vodka crayon. And that was like the drink that we got. Yeah. And then my grandma was always saying how she loves a whiskey sour. So I was like, all right, I ordered a whiskey sour. Terrible decision. <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. It takes a while for you to like develop a. T- it's rare where you see younger people that like whiskey. Yeah, it's no. super rare. Ugh. But at some point, it's just like, oh, okay. I can see what I see what the deal was, right? And yeah, you, it's yeah. I'm still a preferred like clear liquor drinker. Yeah, because there's that dark liquor. Taste. That's a good idea too, because that dark liquor too can uh, throw those calories on, son. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> When my friend Matt passed away, his beverage was like Crown Royal Apple. So for like two weeks straight, as we're doing our like, you know, celebration to life parties and funerals and everything else, it was just Crown Apple, shots of Crown Apple. Everybody gets a shot of Crown Apple. I literally like, I felt bad because this was when me and Dev kind of first started daving and I threw up all over his feet. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) he's still around, so you know know. what's up. (laughs) But like, it's just, oh. It's so heavy, and I could feel it, too. I remember when I mm-hmm. took that last shot, I was like, I'm not going to be able to do this. And he's like, I'll just take it. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I got, like, half of it down, and I was like, all right, well done. <laughs> <laughs> and I ran, and he's like, oh, just don't let the saliva drain down your throat. So I'm, like, sitting like this, and then it just goes, Bleh, and it all came out. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Just whiskey. It's got that. Yeah. It's so it's robust. Different. Definitely. It's definitely. <laughs> But, yeah, if you want to try one, I clearly have way too many. Oh, I'm good, though. Thank you, though. Okay. I got my 
high quality H two O. Water boy. Yeah. <laughs> I bring up Water Boy way too many times throughout my day. Like, okay, good. So you know it. Oh yeah. Every time I hear someone that I can't understand what they're saying, I'm like, doesn't he sound like the Cajun guy from Water Boy? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, this is actually a good seltzer. It's yeah. like light bodied. Yeah, even room temperature. It's like. Oh, okay, not bad, huh? Yeah, it's not bad. It just literally tastes like water with like a hint of of watermelon to it. You don't have a vodka taste at all? No, but I don't know if that's just because I can't taste the vodka anymore because I drink it all the time. (laughs) You're like, my tongue is soaked in vodka. (laughs) I can't taste it. (laughs) Exactly. It's just like (laughs) you squeeze it and vodka drips out. Like, uh, (laughs) Dev is a tequila drinker. I'm a vodka drinker. Tequila, I can't do that, dude. I literally can't. I've never developed a taste for that. Every time I've tried, I'm like, <coughs> Yeah, that's exactly no, how I am. thank you. Some dude, I think he was trying to hit on me one time. He was like a bartender. And he's like telling me about all these tequilas. I was like, I don't take tequila shots. And he's like, you just haven't tried the right <laughs> oh, one. Oh, God, I hate that. Yeah, and he's that's like the a worst. tequila snob. So he gives me this like stuff. And he's like, you got to taste. It's just got a smoky flavor. And I'm like, it literally tastes like burnt tequila. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's still no, tequila. thank you. That that agave tape, whatever that is, no thanks. No, I'm not about it. But Mm-mm. we had just gotten drinks, and he got one with vodka in it, surprisingly. And then I had one that had tequila in it. Oh, I had a margarita at a, a Mexican place. And I'm like, oh, God, this is all tequila. And he drinks it, and he's like... I don't really taste anything. I feel it's not that bad. <laughs> and then he's like complaining about his drink because he got like some kind of... I think he got like a vodka and like a watermelon Red Bull or something yeah. like that. And I was like, oh, I don't think it's bad. And he's like, maybe we should just switch because yeah. clearly. <laughs> oh, man. Cool. Now you have yourself a nice uh, little summer. Dr- you know what? Bring that with you when you head out to Presque Isle. Oh, Throw that I will. on some ice. There you go. Sit on that that beach and. That's that's always You're good thing. to go. It kills my soul at all the beaches around here because they're like, you're not supposed to drink in alcohol. You can't oh, really? bring alcohol. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's super dumb. In like, Florida, you can't, except for certain beaches, allow you to. Yeah. The, yeah. Because it's family friendly. And I'm like, do you see what these kids, these kids see their is? kids fucking, or these kids is see Is that the, the reason? Yeah, it's, it's like family, it's family stuff. Oh, okay. I don't know that. I know it's because kids are around. I, I guess it makes sense because you don't like kids in a bar. But I mean, are you allowed to have alcoholic cookouts? I feel like you can yeah. at parks. I see people drinking at parks. Yeah, you can have Kids that. are running around. Yeah. What the f- I know it doesn't fucking matter. As I say, any Christmas party. And isn't yet. the beach and the park run by the same department? Yeah. Leslie, no better get on that shit. I know. <laughs> it's so <laughs> dumb. But this week, I think you're gonna quite enjoy this. Actually, ooh, it's pretty fucked up. Oh. <laughs> Is it Albert Fish fucked up? No. So it's not like gory fucked up. Okay. It's thank like God. that was fucking an intense couple was it three episodes three right episodes, jesus yeah. christ no my brain hurt after that like Ooh. i was just like oh god and it was like my, my little brother is the one that told me about this person so i was <laughs> like why are you why do you know this i don't know this wow so we'll let uh sophia give oh, you a little yes. sneak peek of what you're in for picture it key west florida 1933 a heartbroken elderly man dragging a wagon makes his way to the cemetery as he does every night The cold darkness, nothing in comparison to the hollowness he feels without her. He needs her, the woman he has seen in visions since he was a youth. Feel her close to him, even if she is no longer breathing. 730 nights have passed since he last laid eyes on his beautiful exotic face. 
But this night was especially tough. Not only was his heart in a coffin, but he'd been terminated at the hospital because they couldn't handle his eccentric ways. If only he could see his love again, her presence alone would ease the pain. And maybe in death she'd understand that he was her soulmate. She would see his dedication, his hunger for only her. He makes his way to her mausoleum, the key he'd secretly had made growing heavier in his pocket. And as he draws near the door, he knows he can no longer only imagine the silken softness of her skin. These lonely nights will not satisfy him. Clenching the cool steel of the doorknob, he knows what must be done. He will see his love and keep her forever. Finally inside, he makes his way to her casket, opening its lid. There she is, as beautiful as he remembers. He can fix her. Carefully, he lifts her deceased body from its resting place and into the wagon. It's time to go home. Dun, dun, dun. What the <laughs> fuck? That's <laughs> when you insert all the kinds of sound effects. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> um, I am familiar with this story. I covered, I think, I don't know if we covered this a long time ago, but knowing you... I didn't know. I don't know everything about this story, so <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. Well, this week we're discussing a man of many names, but is best known as Karl Tanzler, or Count Karl von Kossel, a German-born radiology tech who became so obsessed with a young tuberculosis patient, he decided to steal her body from its resting place and live with it as his wife for nearly a decade. Oh, God. <laughs> it's just, oof, just the thought of it. It's so disgusting because I'm like... She's dead, like dead, dead. Yeah. And like... It's f- dead flesh. Like yeah. dead, dead, like... Like literally, I feel like within an hour of you dying, like your brain turns to mush because like there's nothing there anymore. So it just like secretes all its liquids and it's gone. Well, like your like your bowel's empty when you die. Oh, yeah. Immediately. Death poop. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> Carl Tanzler was born on February 8th, 1877 in Dresden, Germany. He's in Aquarius. He has been called many different names throughout his life. According to Wikipedia, he was born Carl Tanzler, listed as George Carl Tanzler on his German marriage certificate, Carl Tanzler von Kossel on his U.S. citizenship papers, Carl Tanzler on his Florida death certificate, and some of his hospital records were signed Count Carl Tanzler von Kossel. It's a lot of AKAs. I know. There's like six names. I was like, what? That's Why do you insane, need this many? Dude, that's insane. <laughs> and you know, like when the FBI is looking for you, you know, they always put all your aliases. Mm-hmm. Like this dude had that sh- that long of a sheet. Like at the be- just the beginning was just like, this is his name, a.k.a. this, 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 <laughs> this. You're like, all right, can we get to the crime? What's going on here? <laughs> he could also be this, this, 50 and this. names later. <laughs> God. Well, I couldn't find any background about his parents or childhood, but Carl had at least one sister and grew up in Imperial Germany, and he had a knack for impressing people. Imperial Germany. Wait, what was the the year this is taking place again? Eighteen um, hundreds. He was born in eighteen seventy seven. Okay, so yeah, your Imperial Germany. You're talking before like all the stuff we know with Hitler and all that stuff. Yeah, I think yeah. this was even like before World War One. Yeah, 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 for sure. So okay, he had it woof. Like you know damn well Germany back then. It couldn't have been a great place. I mean, anywhere in the Look, world at the that country time. of Germany and the people of Germany are a very hard people, mm-hmm. especially back in those days. You know what I mean? Like my grandfather was was German, right? Like his mm-hmm. his parents were his parents came over on the boat and um, 
Yeah, he was a no-nonsense dude. Like my mom will say, growing up, it was like you grew up by, with an iron fist in the house at times. Like oh. it was like you live by my rules, you know? And, uh, you know, she grew up in the 70s and 80s in New York. Oh, God. You know? and, and, and her mom was full-blood Italian. So you have full-blood Italian and a full-blood German. I'll say, so you got one parents. that's crazy and one that's like <laughs> insane. So that's great. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, so yeah, German. Those are some hard people, man. And in the 1800s, the kind of rough life you're growing up living. Oh, yeah. What the? F- you ever see pictures of like the Dust Bowl? Like people living during a Dust Bowl? Like how yeah. rough they look, right? And you're like, holy crap. And they're like, you're like, how can these 80-year-old people? And they're like 20. I know. That's what I was going to say. They're like literally 25 and they yeah. look like they're 60. Yeah. Well, like just even my own, my grandfather on my dad's side, growing up, I didn't realize how old he was. Like he wasn't that old, but he was like completely Hardened, gray, right? no teeth. Right. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, dude. Because even, even as recent as, as, you know, 60 to 70 years ago, that was some hard living. Yeah. Still, you know, People- dang. I couldn't. But then you got to think about it, too. They had people working in coal mines and factories, no masks, no nothing. They're just fucking dying of lung cancer. Yeah, and- they didn't know shit, right? Like you had asbestos and everything mm-hmm. and people just going around breathing like <sighs> no problems. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're right. It's just that's a, that's a lot. So he grew up in Imperial Germany and he was very confident and boastful, which made people like him. And it also afforded him opportunities that he wouldn't have otherwise gotten considering his class. Let me ask you something. Does that, not even in a romantic or sexual way, but does that attract you to somebody? Somebody that's confident. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. A, that's an attractive quality. Now, boastful. Boastful that's is annoying. different, right? Yeah. Like, they write this like, or, or what you're saying is basically people were attracted to him because he's confident, right? But yeah. boastful as well. Is it like the, I don't know. Like he's boastful and he was making his way up. So people are like, good, get it, right? Get it, dude. You got it. That's right. And like, that's right. He's king of the hill when he says he's king of the hill. You know what I mean? Or is it past that point when he's like. I feel like it wasn't enough. Like it was his initial like everything. People enjoyed it because they weren't around him all the time. Okay. But like having to be around him more, I think they would not have liked it because he was an asshole. Well, he was just arrogant. Yeah, I'll bet you that 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 confidence though is that that you see that immediately you're like all right this dude knows what's going on just talk to him exactly fake it till you make it like that's what they say yeah that's all it is they say i mean that's how it is with a lot of people too it's like if you stand out that's what gets you noticed that's true that's true and sometimes the boastful (laughs) does especially like upon first meeting a person because most people are pretty reserved when you first meet them if you're like just out here day one it's gonna like attract that person to you more and it also makes sense for him to have those personality traits because he becomes a what a surgeon a doctor what is it he's a radiology technician so oh just a tech yeah i thought he was like a doctor oh no no he i don't mean to to say just a tech like anybody out there that's like a radiology tech like i don't want to be like (laughs) oh that's all you do like that's awesome right like but okay i for some reason in my head i thought he was a doctor what that was that the thing he pretended he was a doctor he pretended to be a doctor to like fix her because he thought he can fix her tuberculosis yeah so after graduating from a medical university at some point in his adult life he traveled to india and then australia and he traveled to Australia a few years before the start of World War One. He'd planned to stop in Australia for only a short time to stock up on supplies and get a good boat and then kind of learn how to sail in their weather conditions. 
Because, I mean, back then, it's not like you're just fucking hopping on the plane and getting anywhere. Like, you had to sail. No, I was going to say, he went to Australia back in the 1800s. Like, first of all, how much money did he have? That's what I'm wondering, too. Because they didn't really get into, like... But, I mean, he graduated from a medical university. So, he had to have some money. Because people weren't just going to college. True, true. But then, Jesus Christ, how long did it take? And they they don't specify on that one. But he was planning on staying there for a little and then heading to the South Seas Islands. But while doing so, Carl found himself becoming more interested in electrical work and engineering, and he began buying property, boats, and even an island. And his short stay turned into him living in Australia for 10 plus years. Now, that's impressive, because I'm surprised he didn't fucking die. Like, (laughs) I refuse to even think about going to Australia, because, like, 90% of the world's deadliest animals are in Australia. I talked about, like, Germany, like, Germans being hardened people. Right. <laughs> Australia's literally like it, it was a prison at first. Like yeah. people would get sent a there. A prison island. Yeah. Shit you see in movies, man. All they right? call like, people cunts as like a greeting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, right. And uh, and like everything there is deadly and venomous. Like there's scorpions, there's spiders, there's ants, there's everything. There's anything. snakes. Fucking. Yeah. There's this cute little like octopus or something that's like this big that'll fucking kill you in like two seconds. Jeez. It's insane. It's a little fuzzy bunny that like sucks your blood while you're sleeping. In I know. <laughs> it's, it's like gremlins. It goes from like gizmo <laughs> to like fucking. <laughs> oh, man. I still want to go to Australia, though. Because I see pictures and stuff and I'm just kind of like, man, can you imagine seeing that in person? I know. It looks so cool and all. But like, can you also imagine? Can I do it from the safety of the inside of a van? Yeah, I was going to say. Like... And then go straight to a resort? <laughs> Okay. Where there's for sure no black widows. Everything's anywhere. sealed. Yeah. They got pesticides up the like up the ass. I know. I'm not gonna get beat up by a kangaroo or something. Like no, that's off in the. You get to watch that in the distance <laughs> yeah, from that's behind the, the fence. <laughs> that's the kid. That's how we'll go. Yeah. You'll enjoy it that way. Australia through a bubble. <laughs> I hey, think we're doing something. Hey, here. there's people who don't want to deal with like deadly spiders, right? Yeah. All right, we're on to something. Exactly. Copyright, trademark, mm-hmm. registered, whatever. It'll just be like a big bubble of mosquito net and stuff. Nothing can get at you. (laughs) Oh, my God. I remember being a kid and, like, me and my dad used to watch those, like, deadliest animals in the world, like, TV shows and all that shit on Animal Planet. Mm -hmm. And literally all of them were in Australia. Like, there was, like, maybe one somewhere in, like, the fucking rainforests of Africa or something. For real, But, like... They're all And you're not safe anywhere. In the water, in the air, and on land. No. They're all coming at you. They showed, like, this lady beating up a snake, like, in her kitchen. And I was like, what's happening? <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. That would be terrifying. No. I had a fucking one of those little mouses, like the little regular house mouses, mm-hmm. ran through my kitchen, and I had a panic attack. <laughs> and that's not deadly. <laughs> and I have two cats. that should be able to kill it. That's amazing. <laughs> Next time you turn around, there's a big ass snake in there. I don't know. No, no, I'm done. That's it. You're just like, I'm moving. Yeah. Burn the place down right now. It's fine. You don't even have to sell it. I'm just going to leave. Just get the cats. Let me grab some shit real quick. <laughs> the Burn snake it down. can have it. <laughs> so Carl had a plan to build a transocean flyer, but long after starting his project, the war broke out and he was tossed into a concentration camp by the British military for, quote, safekeeping. Isn't that crazy to think they had concentration camps back then, too? I know. Like, everybody's going into concentration camp. 
Oh, you're yeah. not from here? Concentration camp. Sorry. Isn't that like, even if you go back to like the old times, isn't that what the Romans did when they had gladiators? It was kind of like a concentration camp. Like yeah. you're going to fight for us and you're going to just live here. Yeah, they all, they had them live in like this one place and they would like train and fight and hmm. rape people. And, you know, all Crazy. that fun stuff. And, and I think they still, even now, like in third world countries, they have like war refuges or war yeah. refugees and yeah. stuff. It's basically the same thing, I feel like. Jeez. So... He was tossed into the concentration camp for safekeeping along with a bunch of officers from India and China that were prisoners of war. So it's like, if you're just putting everybody in there, aren't they all prisoners at this point? Yeah. Why why you call it, just call it a prison. Yeah. Like, you're not from here, so you all have to go to jail. Right. That's crazy. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds familiar. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the Rona. Right. Um, so after this, he was sent to a prison that looked like a castle in Trial Bay. And there he began writing an autobiography called The Trial Bay, Oregon. I mean, if you're going to write a book while in prison, don't you want that kind of surrounding, bro? A prison? I know. A prison? I mean, a castle. A I castle a prison. prison? A castle, dude. Like a castle you could get your like writing on. Oh, yeah. You're sitting there like looking at your surroundings like, I'm very inspired to write. <laughs> I'm going to sit here and look out the window and there's like a crow in there. And the water, the wave is crashing right? against the side. I mean, it'd be cool if you were like Rapunzel or something. If you have to be in prison, why not in a castle, dude? I guess, yeah. Unless they were in a dungeon in the castle. Yeah, that would also suck. <laughs> and he's like sleeping on hay. Oh, fuck. Writing by candlelight. Um, <laughs> but his autobiography was called The Trial Bay Organ, a product of wit and ingenuity. And I feel like you're not that old. Why are you writing an autobiography now? But whatever. Because, dude, he's arrogant. He thinks people want to read about his life already. He ain't done shit yet. He's like, you know what? People want to know about me here in Australia. (laughs) These hard times, prison times, you know? I went to school and then to Australia and then I got thrown in prison. That's right. He's going to come out like thug life tattooed on on his belly. (laughs) He's all jacked. (laughs) Oh, God. But he's got to be like all jacked with the Hitler stash. Oh, my God. Can you imagine, dude? That's amazing. So his autobiography was published in 1939 in March and April copies of Rosicrucian Digest. Sure. We'll just go with that. I don't know. We'll go with that. Some digest. It wasn't TV Guide, so it's fine. (laughs) Reader's Digest. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it was. That's exactly what it was. It was just like early Reader's Digest. Ancient Reader's Digest. Yeah. So when the war was finally over, all of the prisoners of war were said to have been shipped off to Holland. And, okay. But they were prisoners in Holland then. Oh, that still sucks, but Holland's got some nice landscapes. Yeah. You ever see the fields of tulips in Holland? No. Holy shit. Really? Is it like I want to see Wizard that shit, Oz? dude. It's insane looking. I mean, I want to see it in person. I've seen pictures of it. That's what makes me want to go there. Like, <laughs> holy crap. Look at that. That's awesome. Yeah. Doing like snow angels in the tulips. Um, that could be cool. <laughs> <laughs> so... When Carl was finally free, he went to search for his mom, who he hadn't talked to since the start of the war. Which, that had to be crazy, too. Can you imagine living in a time where, like, you couldn't just reach someone? Like, you... There was no... I mean, I grew up in a time when there was no cell phones. So, I mean, I remember, you know, like, you trying to get a hold of somebody, you'd have to call their house. And I remember when pagers came out, so you page them and you had to wait around for them to call you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in the days where, like, you had to write a letter and wait weeks and months before you heard about something, that's some crazy shit, dude. Like, that's insane. Like, this dude don't even know if his mom is still alive. Like, 
You haven't talked to her since the start of the war. You've been in prison for how long? And he's she's in Germany. Yeah. So it's got to yeah, it's got to travel all that land. And I'm always thinking about like just coming from the states to like England or something over the water. Mm-hmm. Oh, that took forever. Going over all that land must have taken a long time. Oh yeah. Like holy shit. So he did actually find his mom and stayed with her for about three years until she told him that he should go and be with his sister in the U.S. I feel like mom was like, bro, you're too old. Get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's like, can I come stay with you? She's like, uh-uh, take your Funko Pops and get out. You're staying here. <laughs> you cannot. You're too old for that shit. <laughs> the rule was 20 and you're out. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> go make a doctor of yourself. I know. What about all that school I put you through? <laughs> you're supposed to be taking care of me. Jesus. After Carl moved back to Germany, he married a 31-year-old woman named Doris Schaefer around 1920. And how old is he? Hold on. I'm sorry. He's about 43. Okay, okay, okay. And he had two kids with her, Aisha Tanzler in 1922 and Clarissa Tanzler in 1924. Aisha, really? Yeah, I was surprised by that too. Interesting. But they had like, the names were just different. Like I guess Ashley used to be a guy name. I've seen that. I mean, I've had a guy friends that are named Ashley. In the movie The Evil be. Dead, the the Ash, like Ash versus the Evil Dead, Ash is Ashley. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. I thought it was just Ash. Like, yeah, it's short for Ashley. Catch like her, his sister calls him Ashley in the in the first movie. Oh God! I, <laughs> I that up. Oh, that's great. You feel like you have a cat here, dude, throwing you the movie references? I know. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. No, <laughs> but I was like amazed when I realized that Jerry Seinfeld was Jerome. Was he? Yeah, his name is Jerome Seinfeld. I always thought it was just straight Jerry. That's what I thought too. No, it's Jerome. And like I remember hearing Elaine call him that on the show, but I thought it was a joke. No, his name is Jerome. Interesting. Yeah. Learn something new every day. I, that's what I said. I was like, Jerome, to me, black guy. See it. That's how I would take it. Yeah. No, Jerome is apparently a white guy named too. Well, there you go. <laughs> name your first boy Jerome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the, that, that'll be it. A little Asian <laughs> Jerome. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> That would be amazing. I just make sure he's super tan all the time. Oh, God, that's great. So he had his second daughter, Clarissa Tanzler, in 1924. But sadly, Clarissa passed away at only 10 years old from diphtheria, which is like some kind of infection. Probably yeah. something we could cure now, but... That sucks. But I mean, back then, that's kind of how it was. It was like... You stub your toe, you die. Yeah, like like, <laughs> like you were born. Right? And then from like birth to puberty, it was like, oh, I could probably die. Yeah, it's a toss-up. Yeah. Legit. But if you made it to puberty, <laughs> you were solid running to stay alive until you were at least like 38. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, and you know, as parents, dude, knowing that that's how mortality was, like the child mortality rate, like you're stressing out when people are coming over sneezing. Oh, and yeah. Coughing, you're like... <coughs> How you doing? You trying to kill my baby? Well, it depends on where you are, too, because yeah. I, I just listened to the last podcast on the left. They covered um the Black Plague. Oh, okay. And, like, all these people are just, like, dying fucking from, like, fleas and rats. And they didn't give a shit. Their people are Mm-mm. coughing. Fucking, they didn't know what it was. Uh, they thought it was the devil. Yeah. They were trying to kill them. And I'm like, no, bitch, because you haven't taken a shower in a year. Like, that's yeah. why. <laughs> Crazy, dude. Crazy. Two years after Clarissa's birth in 1926, Carl emigrated from Germany to the United States, and on February 6, 1926, at 49 years old, he sailed from Rotterdam to South Holland to Havana, Cuba, and then Zephyr Hills? Okay, yeah. In Florida? Yep, Zephyr Hills. Oh, okay, I got there, yeah. Yep, yep. 
in Zephyr Hills, Florida, where his sister was living. Damn. Okay. That's a long. That's that's I a forgot. long trip. Okay. Link. That is a long trip, dude. Again, in those days, that's a long time. That's just months of sailing. And you had to be like prepared for that. It's not like you could just stop and go pick up some Did munchies. they have stuff that you could eat or drink to make you have like not the, the motion sickness from the waves? Like the you know what I mean? Probably just like basic shit like yeah, like go chamomile or something. Or yeah. Some shit. Here, eat this chamomile. Like Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I doubt they had anything. They didn't have like the, the you know, the band aid you put behind your oh, ears. No. <laughs> like the bonine or whatever it's called. I don't know or how the anyone... bracelets. No. No, none of that. There you ever was... been on a ship? No. Oh, okay. I've wanted to go on a cruise, but yeah. I've never had to deal with like the motion thing. So I don't know if I would have motion sickness or not. It's weird. Is it? At first I started to feel it, but then it went away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, we do have to go on a cruise. It's going to happen eventually. If you do it, definitely save enough to just go all in and get the balcony. Yeah. Don't get a regular stater room. Get a balcony. That's the only way to do it. Dude. Yeah. I'm telling you right now telling you because they're private they're private little balconies and you have a sliding glass door you could literally sleep with them open and listen to the ocean all night oh that's, and that's awesome. it just ocean because you're out in the middle of nowhere and you yeah. go sit out on your balcony and look up at the stars you think like stars when you go out here to the like the forest and shit is amazing christ go out to the middle of the ocean oh wow it's insane it's absolutely insane oh yeah no that definitely yeah. sounds like a good idea this is a cruise podcast i know now <laughs> we're bad. gonna talk <laughs> Now that we uh, no, promoted Norwegian, um, they'll be they'll be cruising the ships they did when he back in his days, dude. Those steamliners, uh, that'll take forever. He probably just had a little rowboat, <laughs> like making his way. Oh God, he's just like hitching rides, right? On, on, on fishing ships and shit, <laughs> fishing boats. Oh God. Oh my God. So later that same year, his family joined him in Florida. But they didn't stay together long because in 1927, Carl left his family in Zephyr Hills to take a job at the U.S. Marine Hospital as a radiology technician in Key West using the name Carl von Kosel. Fun fact, Carl is an interesting guy. And when he moved to Florida, he submitted paperwork to become a U.S. citizen and he used the name Carl Tanzler von Kosel because in his childhood... uh. I, know, I, I touched it and moved it um so he used the name that's what she said <laughs> sorry he used the name carl tanzler von kozel because in his childhood and adult years while he was traveling around genoa italy carl claimed to have been related to countess anna constantia von kozel a german noblewoman and lady-in-waiting who was the mistress of the polish king augustus the strong so Carl claimed that her ghost visited him throughout his childhood and revealed to him in visions, quote, the face of his true love, an exotic, dark-haired woman. Countess Anna died in 1765. So I want to say he had a little problems up there, you know? Did he, though? Or was he just saying some crazy-ass shit, you know what I mean? Like, expecting people to just believe him. Because back then, people believed in ghosts and spirits and shit like that, right? When you talked about... And especially for him to be so specific. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? You could get away with that shit back then. You could say you were related to the king of whatever and be in a different land, and they'd be like, really? And then all of a sudden, they're treating you like this because they don't want to be wrong. Information doesn't get to them quick enough. So if they're wrong... That means war, they're dead, whatever. So they're like treating you like royalty. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I could see him just fucking making that shit up, not being crazy, just so he could, you know, get people to believe this kind of thing later on. 
But you got to, uh, you know what? We do know what finally comes up. So he's got to be crazy. Yeah, no, he's definitely crazy. <laughs> he's lost some things up there. So <laughs> guess what happened to Carl? On April 22nd, 1930, while working at the hospital in Key West, a 20-year-old Cuban woman named Maria Elena Milagro de Hoyos. Oof. I know. I was like, whew, let me take a breath. She was also known as Helena. She came into the hospital with her mom to be examined, and she was the woman of Carl's visions. Interesting. Helena was known as an exotic beauty with an alluring shyness around the area with many admirers and was the daughter of a local cigar maker in Key many West. Many admirers. So they're basically saying she's literally drop dead. Like, yeah, like wow. she's gorgeous. Cuban. Mm-hmm. I know. I say dark skin, dark hair. Especially like back then, surrounded by all white people, you would look like very exotic. Yeah, that, that's true. That's true. Although she was very young, Helena was actually legally married to a man named Louis Mesa. And they married on February 18th, 1926, when she was only 16 years old. But after she had a miscarriage, Louis left Helena and moved to Miami. But they never got legally divorced. Which is fucked up. Like, damn dog, you think she wanted to have a miscarriage? Yeah, back then, dude, they didn't give a fuck, dude. They're like, you miscarried? Men were ass. I mean, men still are assholes, right? But back then, it was just blatant, and nobody checked them for it, right? Yeah. They're, like, peacing out, and everybody's just like, makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, huh. You shouldn't have had that miscarriage. You <laughs> so, might have had a man still. I know. You know what I mean? Like, seriously, that's how they are, dude. That's how they are. It's like, well, sorry, your vagina's broken. I got to go. I'll find somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it sucks, but like, that's what I'm saying, dude. It's crazy. Back in those days, shit's crazy. That's just insane. Isn't it crazy like how far we've evolved? Oh, yeah. And it's not that much time that's passed when you think about the grand scheme of things, right? Like, yeah. shit, it's crazy, dude. It's definitely like, I mean, it's within what, 100 years or so? This is 1920-something. No, 1926. So, yeah, it's within 100 years yeah. of time. That's crazy, dude. That is. That's insane. I couldn't imagine. Can you imagine now trying to get a divorce and be like, well, she had a miscarriage, so sorry, you can't do it. And they're like, bitch, now you can't get divorced and you got to pay her still. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> crazy. So when Helena went to the hospital, she was diagnosed with tuberculosis, which during that time was a death sentence. And 57-year-old Carl was completely obsessed with her from the moment he saw her. And even though he wasn't a doctor, he tried everything he could to try to cure her himself. Wow. Yeah, there's something missing there. Yeah. like Something missing. It becomes that weird, crazy obsession thing. And now this becomes a horror movie. Yeah, because, dude, you're 60. Like, what are you doing? This is a horror movie now, right? Because you can see it. It's like a dark hospital. She's in there. They're all trying to help her out. She's she's literally sick for real. Like, she's got shit that's killing her. Yeah. This woman, right? And this dude's in the background, like, cleaning the floor and getting ready to move stuff over so he could bring his radiology shit to another room. And he's like, who's that over there? (laughs) Right? And he starts acting all weird and shit, coming around like, oh, hey, I'm the doctor. And Yeah, exactly. So... He tried treating her with a variety of different medications and examined her using x-ray and different electrical instruments that he'd bring to her home regularly. And he actually had an x-ray machine that he just left there. And he wasn't supposed to take this shit. Like, it's not like he could take it from the hospital. Like, he just stole it and brought it to her parents' house. You think he was also, like, getting sexual gratification out of this? Was he being like, oh, you have to take everything off now, so... Probably. You know, catching peaks and checking her out. And, oh, yeah. And like, oh, I have to, you know, examine you all over with these instruments 
You know what I mean? That's exactly what he was doing. He's being a creepy old fucking man. In and she's know. sick, thinking he's a doctor. Yeah, and like he's okay, not a he's gonna help. He's gonna help me. I'm dying here. Like I'll do anything, whatever it takes. There's people who are like on their deathbeds are like, or not deathbeds, but like dying are just like, I'll try anything. Yeah, yeah, I'll try that. You know, that tea that you made. Sure, that might cure me. You know. Oh yeah. Have you ever heard of that lady that would like do? Um, she said she was a doctor, and her technique of curing people was like starving them and giving them oh quote my massages. God, dude, you know what I'm talking about? That's crazy. No. Yeah. What? So there was this lady. She said she was a doctor, and she became like the private physician for these two super wealthy heiresses, who they thought they were sick, like they swore they were sick, all this other stuff, and she would only let them drink like broth. And, like, they literally got to a point where they couldn't even function. They were so thin and frail. And she would give them massages, which was her just, like, punching them a bunch of times. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And what so the fuck? It was awful. Like, She's like, you're she, my punching bags now. Yeah. What and the then, fuck? Yeah. And then she just, like, slowly starved them to death. And then oh. they... And, like, because they were in such a, like, fragile state, she was able to convince them of whatever. So they're like, well... The only way to make you better is give me all this money. Wow. So that I can, yeah. See, dude? It's crazy. super fucked up. So maybe he was getting on in that. Oof. Oh, yeah. He definitely was. Well, yeah. You know what happens later, right? Yeah. He's definitely doing that. Oh, yeah. She's how old again? 20? She's 20 and he's fucking almost 60. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We know what's going on. Well, while caring for her, he also showered her with extravagant gifts, jewelry, and clothes and constantly professed his undying love for her which was a drastic understatement. However, while flattered and all by super fucking weirdo. Grooming, right? Yeah. Grooming, basically. Isn't that what that is? Like when they're doing all that stuff? Yeah, they're trying to get you to like... But Helena wasn't into it. She didn't reciprocate his feelings at all. She was like, hey, no, you're 60 and I'm 20 and fuck off. Especially because he was probably 60, looked 95. (laughs) Yeah, because he's German (laughs) back in those days, dude. And motherfucker wasn't in a concentration camp. A concentration camp. <coughs> he lived in fucking Australia, so he definitely died. Like, there's no way. He probably got stung by like a fucking super poisonous wasp. You know, that, he like, lost teeth in that time. No, definitely. He's They're... on the open seas for how many months at a time? <laughs> he's all like, they leathery. Don't have showers and shit on those boats. Oh no. Yeah, he's looking ninety. <laughs> no, I know. He's definitely looking ninety. And she's twenty Cuban. She's looking fifteen. I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Sadly, though, on October 25th, 1931, at only 22 years old, Helena died from her tuberculosis in her parents' home, Mm. despite Carl's best bullshit medicine efforts to save her. Obviously heartbroken, even though he still has a wife and kids that he's not there for at all, because he still hasn't gotten divorced like his wife is in Florida. That's right. I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah. So What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Carl paid for Helena's funeral. And even got permission from her family to have an above-ground mausoleum built for her in Key West Cemetery. Weird. And his wife's not like, what? What happened to our money from our savings? Yeah, no. I mean, it's <laughs> I'm not making like a mausoleum. Home. Yeah. What for who? This lady that died at the hospital I work at. I know. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like, like, where is she during this whole time, dude? She's on a Bank of America app. She like, what is have, this? Like, have a clue when he's like visiting the family and doing all this stuff? No. She thinks he's at the hospital working, doing radiology shit. Yeah. And he's just fucking. He comes home. She's like, how's your day? He's like, oh, busy. Worked with a lot of patients today. Oh, no. His wife is in Zephyrlis. 
In Zephyr Hills. Or Zephyr Hills, yeah. So his wife is in Zephyr Hills, and he's in Key West. They're not even living together. Oh, that's right. That's right. He moved out of there. Okay. Yeah, so... Oh, so they were, like, writing letters. Yeah. I've been doing this, 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 and this. So he's just making it all up. Yeah, right? he's probably just sending he's her like, My boss money. is right in my ass kind of shit. That's not even happening. Yeah, no, not at all. Jesus. Weirdly, though, when he had the mausoleum built, he requested only one copy of the key for himself. Carl visited Helena's mausoleum almost every night for two years serenading her with her favorite Spanish song. But you're German, bro. Can you imagine him trying to sing a Spanish song? (laughs) 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 That's amazing, dude. God. He did this until one day he got fired from the hospital and stopped showing up at the cemetery. Well, he stopped showing up at the cemetery because one night in April 1933, Helena's spirit told him to take her from her grave. So Frankenfucker went to Helena's mausoleum, stole her body, and brought it back home in a toy wagon. So he literally pulled a little red wagon through the cemetery, <laughs> dropped her decaying body onto it. Because it's not like they had embalming fluid and stuff back then. No, that's what I'm saying. Well, even if they did, dude, they're not they're not going all out. The idea is, is you're not going to be viewed. Like, you're going to die in a casket, right? Yeah. Or, or, so... Oh man, and and in the mausoleum that you're not supposed to be able to get into, right? It's supposed to be sealed. Yeah. So, come on, dude, that's crazy. Yep. So, Ugh. since she was dead, her body was obviously decaying. The smell, bro. Oh, the smell alone. I just like, ugh. like my mind's going places, and I'm already getting sick. Well, they say that decay, ugh. like the body decay, is like a sickly sweet smell, like when the body decays. So it's like you can tell the smell of death. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, since she was dead, her body was obviously decaying. So he set about restoring her body. (sighs) He used piano wire to tie her bones together, replaced her rotting flesh with silk soaked in wax and plaster. I forgot about this shit, dude. (laughs) And as her hair fell out, he collected it and turned it into a wig. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. And he put glass eyeballs in to replace her original ones. Jesus. And last but not least, to keep her figure, he filled Helena's torso with rags and inserted a tube into her vagina so he could penetrate her body with ease. Wow. You really are disgusting. Oh, that's right. (laughs) That's right. Oh, God. Oh, my God, dude. (laughs) Like, like, like. (laughs) Like, like, why? Dude, I don't even want, like... You have a wife at home, bro. I know, you have, like, a, a whole live one. <laughs> woman who we know has no problem sleeping with you. She has two kids. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> he what wanted, is happening? He wanted Helena's caramel skin. This guy is, there. he is missing stuff, dude. Yeah, there's no, people don't. This wasn't faking shit. This was like, he's fucked. Yeah, no, he's definitely fucked in the head. Like, there's something wrong there. He's schizophrenic. I don't know. Now, 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 let me play devil's advocate for one second. Mm -hmm. What if it was real? What if that ghost was just, you know what I mean? Like, what if all that shit was real? Like, ghosts were real and that shit, like, that all really happened. If that really happened. It'd be fucked up that she wanted that him, him to do that, right? Yeah, but, I mean, she said, take me from the grave, not fuck me. Like... (laughs) True. 
It's different. She's like, hey, take me home. And then yeah, maybe like, she wanted to be buried in her backyard so you could like go sit under a tree and look at her and talk to her. Yeah, not fucking stick a tube in her vagina so uh, you can bang her. Oh, God. It's disgusting. Look, let me tell you something. I'll put this out here right now, okay? Because <laughs> they always talk about like men would fuck anything, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, that's just not. No. Is <laughs> never. I don't care if I'm the last man. Like that's the last woman on earth. I'm digging a hole in the ground. I'm using that. Are you kidding me? American pie in this shit. Uh, yes, I'm exactly. It. I'm going to learn how to bake pie. <laughs> Apple pie. That's what I'm going to do if there's no more women on earth. And there's no way I'm fucking a dead woman. I'm no. sorry. I am sorry. It's not happening. It, but it's not even just dead. It's it's decayed. Like she is decayed. That's She's what I'm been saying. dead for two years. The smell, bro. Is he putting that? Is he doing the nose clip like the the like the clothesline clip on his nose thing <laughs> he had to have he had to have because you know no what i way. mean well after he frankenstein her back together he dressed her corpse in gloves stockings and jewelry <laughs> and covered her in tons of perfumes preservatives oh, and disinfectant and dif- disinfectants <laughs> to combat her natural decomposition and hide the smell of decay as much as possible. You can't, uh, as much as possible. I was going to say, you can't hide that No, shit, there's no dude. hiding it. Like, it's not like he could sprinkle some fabuloso on her and fucking call it a day. Like, mm. is he going to the thrift store to get that? Yeah. <laughs> or is he going like high end and getting nice shit? He's going that's to the girl. store. He was getting her high end shit. Damn. Well, Gucci. I know. <laughs> He's getting her that light blue perfume. There you go. <laughs> light decay. trademark copyright (laughs) frankenfucker thought of helena's body as his wife and he kept her in his bed where he regularly defiled her rotting corpse oh my god surprisingly he had her body for years before anyone had realized what he'd done as we know people can't help but gossip and frankenfucker's behavior was definitely on the top of many people's hot goss list his behavior changed because for a while he was like all uh, uh yeah uh. next day he's like <laughs> people are like what what happened he got laid didn't he oh, he got, he got laid, laid. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen that episode of friends where like ross and uh the asian girl that he was with they finally have sex and he's like oh, running yeah. through the town singing yeah. in the rain and yeah. the old ladies are That's like right. That's right. Yes, I did. Good morning. Well, somebody got some last night. Twice. That's right. Oh, God. So, he was seen bringing home tons of expensive gifts and clothing that he never brought back outside. And many neighbors saw him dancing with what looked like a giant doll in front of an open window. No, it's just Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. Yeah. He's like, I'm just doing my impersonation. Oh, God, he's dancing with it. Not just fucking it. He's dancing with it now. Yeah. Like, shit's falling off. Come on. Oh, yeah. can't hold everything up. Straight Michael Jackson, just like nose on the ground. Oh. Oh, it's disgusting. What is going on? Well, it didn't take long for people to put two and two together. And rumors that Frankenfucker was sleeping with Helena's dead body spread quickly. Mm. And in October 1940, seven years after stealing Helena's corpse. 1940? Yeah. That's so much closer to us now. Yeah. What the shit? Yeah. Wow. And it's like, ew. It's not even like it was right and tight. Like it was like, oh. That's what I'm saying, dude. Smelled weird. And even, and it said he put a paper tube in there. So like. now. uh, Yeah. 
He put a paper like tube. a paper towel roll tube. Like I the, think the so. Yeah. The cardboard tube. Yeah. You know that doesn't stay like. <laughs> it probably got all dry. gooey and like <laughs> firm. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane, dude. That's disgusting. That is crazy. I'm just like, I'm just picturing him going to town. And you know how it had to sound like that, like squishy, like, you know what I'm talking about? I don't even want to think about it, dude. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. But just like falling apart, too. Like you have to stop halfway and be like, let me tie your leg back on. I know. Let me (laughs) tie. It's like a nightmare before Christmas. (laughs) Sally's got to tie her legs back together. Yeah. God. Well, seven years after stealing Helena's corpse from the cemetery, one of Helena's sisters named Florinda showed up at Carl's house and confronted him about these rumors. Well, the rumor mill was spot on, and Florinda caught Frankenfucker red-handed with Helena's body in his bed. Mm. So she called the cops, and Frankenfucker was arrested. Dude, real quick. You have siblings. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine the sister, bro? The horror. The fucking horror to see that. I don't even, like, I don't even know how I would react to that. Because, like... That's insane. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's just, like, your brain breaks seeing something like that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, her body, they show it if you Google it. Like, you can see the pictures. I remember... Okay, that's right. I gotta look it up. And, like, it literally... Like, she looks like a sex doll. Like, one of those old ones, though, where, you know, had, like, the big fucking... The tube in its mouth so it would hold the mouth open. <laughs> like, she literally looked like a fucking sex doll. What was her name again? Helena? Just look up Carl Tanzler. That's right. Carl Tanzler. Okay. And you can see his little creepy ass. <laughs> so here's the thing. <laughs> you look at that and immediately, like, Silence of the Lambs comes to mind. Yeah. Like, creepy ass. And look at him. He, dude... Have you? I mean, I know, I know you're you're a little younger. Have you ever seen the Ernest movies? No. Like Ernest Saves Christmas. Ernest, no, no. He looks like the dude that plays Santa Claus in the Ernest Christmas movie. He looks like fucking. It, he kind of looks like Sigmund Freud, I think. Like Freud. I was to say he looks like the snowman in fucking the Island yeah, of Lost Toys. He does. Like, <laughs> he looks like a, like he could be a grandpa. Yeah. And this guy, like, look at his face. Okay. Yeah. And I'll picture his face with the, oh, oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But that thing is disgusting. So here's the thing, right? This thing's falling apart all the time. Yeah. What's the point keeping it? Like, if you're cool with fucking a doll, I'm sure they had fuck dolls back then, dude. They had to have had fuck dolls. If not, he just created the first one. Hmm. I don't know, man. It's intense. Yeah. Well. Like like Native American sex. Yeah. Like this. Intense. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that's just bad jokes. Uh, I don't even, and it's like I'm pretty sure even in death she would not want to fuck him. No, <laughs> I can't see it. No, I don't think so. She's uh, probably if her if spirits and ghosts were a real thing, she's probably screaming the whole time. Stop! Stop! No, this stop. is rape. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, yes, keep saying that. That helps. I know. Oh, I god. can hear your ghost. Oh god! Don't stop. Is that what you said? No, no. <laughs> Don't stop. <laughs> yeah, don't stop. Oh, God. No, no. <laughs> Every time, and that's all he needs. Yeah. That's disgusting. <laughs> after, after his arrest, Carl was seen by a psychiatrist to find out whether he was competent to stand trial. There's no way he was found competent. I can't see. I can't remember this. I was familiar, but I can't remember. Well, this motherfucker was totally confident. 
he was completely fine. They thought that. Yeah, they said he they was They thought fine. all this was fine. This yeah. is normal. Yeah. I mean, they didn't say what he was Again, doing was normal, but... What the fuck's going on in the 1940s? They're like, <laughs> this is normal. This is fine. Okay. I guess because they're like looking at Hitler and they're like, I mean, that's bad, right? So like, this has got to be normal. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's German. Whatever. Jeez. <laughs> oh, that's what they meant. See, what happened was <laughs> when they found all of these like medical records... They didn't see where it was all smudged off. It was like it's normal behavior, but the smudged off part said for a German. Yeah, Back that's then, exactly they're just like, yeah, this is how they act. I'm just saying the one cannibal guy we did was German. Oh, my goodness. And he dude. was eating dicks. Literally. Is, oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, again, if there were no women on Earth ever. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just can't eating it. Like, are you, that's the most disgusting thing I've eating any flesh, right? Yeah. Well, at least he didn't consume her. He didn't eat her flesh. No, he couldn't. It was all decaying. Well, whatever was left of it. At least he didn't eat it. Yeah, no, he just So he didn't it. go that bad. Ugh. Yeah, it was... <laughs> it's just that, just rapey sex with a dead God. body. Yeah. Good God. It had to smell terrible in there. Like his whole house. Like it, You know when you first walk into someone's house and you get that first wave of like what their house smelled like? Mm-hmm. Like you know you would have opened that and it would have just been like... <laughs> Yeah, and then just to know that it's decaying flesh and the smell of sex. Yeah, sex and decaying flesh and Carl's fucking... Dried up everything. Yeah, his dried up jism. Oh, God. Ooh, it's disgusting. It's <laughs> so, evolving. I know. So on October 9th, 1940, Carl Frankenfucker Tansler was <laughs> taken to Monroe County Courthouse in Key West for a preliminary hearing. He was being charged with, quote, wantonly and maliciously destroying a grave and removing a body without authorization. Hmm, that's all, huh? <laughs> I know. Well, this was all for nothing because not long after this, the case was dropped and he was released from jail. The courts decided that they couldn't charge him because he'd had Elena's body for so long that the statute of limitations of the crime had expired. They're like, it's almost like a commonwealth thing. So they could just stay together now. They're common law married. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. It's been seven years, you know. So first, they all knew that this wasn't after the fact. They knew at this time that this dude fucked a dead body like crazy. No. So they didn't know that he fucked her. Okay. Just that he was living with yeah, her. Yeah, he knew that they were living with her. Later on, okay. in, I think it was like a couple years later, they had done another autopsy on her body because after this whole thing... They put her body inside of a... It's like a glass display yeah, case or some shit. So, for like viewing. So they never really did a... That's deep, some fucked up shit. Can you imagine that's what they're doing with your body after you die, yeah, bro? I would be pissed. This is not the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum, Think about bro. that shit right now. <laughs> that when you die, there's a possibility somebody might dig you up, and fuck plaster you, you up, <laughs> fuck the shit out of you for a decade, and then you get put on display for everybody to go, oh, look at that fuck doll. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, damn. Yeah, that's some shit. Yeah, and the family has to just be like, all right, that's our, that's our niece, that's our daughter, that's our sister. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, at least the tube was in her vagina. Uh. <laughs> I, like, it, he could have went a couple other routes too, and he didn't. I mean, who said he didn't? He just made sure that was a tube. I guess that's true, but <laughs> I don't imagine him trying to squeeze into not. a decaying butthole. It was going to work out. Ugh. It probably would have fell apart. Oh God! I'm like picturing like. Trying to stick your dick into like paper mache or something. That's what I'm saying. It's just like a pinata. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And it's dry. Hmm. Like what was he lubing up with? Right. Embalming fluid? Maybe. <laughs> oh, God. Now I'm visualizing things I don't want to visualize. <laughs> so 
After Frankenfugger's arrest, the police took Helena's body to be examined by the county pathologist and physician. And then they put her body on public display at the Dean Lopez funeral home, which is just disrespectful. Like, so disrespectful. Seriously. Her body was seen by over 6,800 people and eventually laid to rest at Key West Cemetery in an unmarked grave at a secret location so Frankenfucker couldn't possibly steal her again after all the information on what Carl had done became public to people. How does he walk down the street, too? Like, how do people, you know what I mean? People feel bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes. So after everything came out, people actually felt bad for him and saw him as an eccentric romantic. <gasps> like, what the fuck is wrong with people in the 40s? I told you, every I mean, people were accepting shit like that. They're just like, oh, he's just a man. He's just That's a just how men are. Yeah. Men are. He just like loved her. That's all. Yeah. He loved her to her right? grave. That's see, that's the problem. Yeah. That's Jesus Christ. <laughs> like that should not. No. Like Mm-mm. if something like that happened now, it'd be like, oh, you're fucking disgusting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be put on blast immediately, dude. You'd be canceled from society. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You know I mean, they'd create a new Australia just for him. <laughs> right. Exactly. God. Well, the other terrible thing is the paper tube that he'd inserted into her vagina oh, so he could rape her corpse wasn't discovered until 1972. <gasps> so he was never actually charged with the crime of necrophilia. Ooh, wow. Gay! That is pretty gay. Jeez. In 1944, sometime after his release, Frankenfucker moved to Paso County, Florida, near his wife in Zephyr Hills, and wrote an autobiography that was printed in the pulp publication Fantastic Adventures in 1947. By his wife. Yeah. She was still living there. Yeah, she was still living there. They were still buried. When he was in prison, she wasn't like, all right, it's time to just, let's get this over with. No, she probably didn't even fucking know. I bet you he just moved back there and was like, oh, I lost my job. Sorry. He's like, hey, sorry, I got lost on the way to get milk. (laughs) She's like, yeah, just a few years lost. No worries. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. God. <laughs> well, his wife, who was definitely a saint and maybe a little crazy, helped support Carl in his elderly years, even though he left her and the kids to start a life with a dead woman. Frankenfucker was eventually given his official U.S. citizenship in 1950 in Tampa, Florida, at the ripe old age of 73. So they just gave it to him, too. Yeah. So I guess there's like, if you want to become a citizen, like they don't care as long as like you pass a test and you pay something. They don't care if like you were a, a dead lady fucker. I mean, if they didn't know, because it's not like they had computers. Well, systems. like even the fact that you stole a dead body. Yeah. That shouldn't be something they're like, you know, sorry, you just can't be a citizen ever because you can't do that in this country, dude. But I mean, he never got charged with it. Oh, you're right. You're right. So even though he did it, it's this like. This is the crazy shit, dude. This is a crazy story. Back then, though, you could literally get away with anything. Like You really could. They didn't even have like IDs with pictures on them until recently. It's crazy, right? Yeah. The more in future we go, it's like it's harder to say, hey, you can get away with this. Yeah. No, now you can't get away with anything. That's crazy. Like, I remember years ago when me and my sister were younger, I would give her my old ID and then I had my other ID and then we would like go to the bars together. And it was like the old shitty ID. So you couldn't really tell what someone's face looked like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it worked. She just popped on a pair of glasses and we called it a day. And now they're like 4K. Yeah. You're like, damn, that's a nice photo. When, when I was in Oklahoma, they were looking at my ID and they thought my shit was fake because Oklahoma's got like fucking bus passes for IDs. And I was like, really? yeah, I was like, do you really think <laughs> I would 
make this as a fake ID? Like, is this what you think? Damn. Okay, cool. Thank <laughs> you. Say, I'm glad I have holographic fucking... <laughs> God. On July 3rd, 1952, Carl Frankenfucker Tanzler died at 75 years old. He was found three weeks after his passing. In somebody's bedroom. Somebody was fucking him. Well... <laughs> Oh, please tell me yes. That's no. Oh, (laughs) that would have been fucked up, huh? Uh, Like somebody dug him up and started fucking the shit out of him. Yeah, they should have. (laughs) But that's not all. He was found in the arms of a life-size Helena doll that he created using her death mask. (laughs) I forgot about that. The death mask, dude. Yep. Do they still do that shit? I don't know. Death masks. Which it didn't even like they don't look like you. Like Mm -mm. you're fucking dead. (laughs) Weird, dude. Years after his passing, an article written by Michael Felder in 1982 telling a story about construction workers renovating Carl's home found a note Carl had written confessing to killing Helena. (gasps) It said, quote, she died because I gave this to her mercifully. I mixed the root of wolfsbane, monkshood, and acondite diluted. It was palatable and my loved one departed this miserable world on October 25th, 1931. Suffer no more, sweet Helena. I have sent you to the angels with my golden elixir. Damn. Yeah. That took a different turn at the very end there. Well, a person that worked with him said that like Carl had told him about how Helena was the love of his life or whatever. And he told him that he was willing to kill her to make his vision come to life. That's crazy. Yes. And that is the story of Carl Frankenfucker Tanzler. Frankenfucker. He is a Frankenfucker. No <laughs> if shit. If I ever met one. No shit. I was familiar with it. I think we had covered it in the past, but it's been a while. And I don't know. I, don't, I can't remember all of the details. So that was, uh, it's quite a ride. <laughs> that was quite a ride. It's quite a visual ride for an audio podcast. God damn Dude, it. just like. The whole time I'm doing the research, I'm like sitting there and I'm just like, oh, this is gross. And I usually don't tell Dev about it because he gets all like weirded out by all this stuff. He's like, you know, you're fucked in the head and all this stuff that you read all the time. But (laughs) (laughs) you're like, no, but this is really cool. Listen to this. I was like, this is a good story. Cool. (laughs) That's funny. Well, I was like laying in bed and I'm like, oh, I'm just finishing up my Sophia bit. So he's like, oh, let me read it because he usually likes to read them. So he's reading it and he's like, oh my God, this is disgusting. I was like, you haven't gotten any of the details. Like, this is just the opener. Yeah, right. Does he ever listen to your shows? No. I was going to say, <laughs> no. he's going to want to like, you kind of want a warning before this one. I know, right? Um, oof, dude. I wish I could get those visuals out of my head now. That's not a good thing. I got to go home and try to eat dinner. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't even man like i wonder if he got it in the mood though like he had like candles lit and he was playing like fucking they had like phonographs back then right like those big like horn looking things yeah is he playing like big band music together <laughs> <I know. laughs> good god oh god no see he should have just waited a few years he could have like gotten some what's his name richie richie uh <laughs> i don't know from what what's uh, it from? it's the singer He's like one Richie, of those old, uh, Lionel Richie. Lionel, Lionel Richie. Richie. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Lionel so Richie. He needed a little Lionel Richie. A little. There you go. <laughs> Maybe George Michael. Do, 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 unfortunately, do you want to know what thought just came to my head, dude? <laughs> I don't know. But unfortunately, listeners are going to have to hear this too. And now this is going to be in their head. I will bet you that there is a porn parody for this out there. Oh, God. There probably is. There has to be. 
That's some fucked up shit. That's some fucked up shit. I don't know that I'd even want to look at it. Uh. Listen, if it's not a thing, I'm trademarking this because we should do this. Trademark, copyright, yeah. register. Trademark, we'll hire people. And then we're gonna we're putting out an ad in the paper. Yeah. <laughs> we're on Craigslist. I know. I need someone to pretend to be dead <laughs> and then someone to fuck the dead body. Well, we'll switch it out after she's past decaying and then, yeah. then they're really just fucking a doll. Yeah. <laughs> they're really fucking a paper tube. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> God. We go, we go for realism over here. I know. At these studios. <laughs> well, now they have like sex dolls that like fucking talk to you and shit. I'm sure we could have them make a zombie sex doll. Yeah, dude. I'm sure there's zombie shit out there, dude. There has to be. People are fucking God. weird. Oh, man. Mr. Frankenfucker. Oh, yeah. He was. Uh, I don't know about that. At least he did it when he did, I guess, because people felt bad for him. That's great. That's the other thing, man. Like, how was the overwhelming consensus that, eh, you know, he looks like a grandfather. He was kind of sad. He just, you know, he wanted. It's romantic. Yeah. It's not like, like he had a wife or anything. That was overwhelming. That was, but that was in Florida. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Florida. I know Florida. <laughs> Florida has no rules. Yeah. Florida don't care, man. <laughs> Florida does what it wants. <laughs> oh, man. That was interesting. That was an awesome one. Well, thank you. Thank yes, you for yes. coming on. No problem. It was. It was a joy to come back on. I'm still not going to say who I am, <laughs> but they can find me on other podcasts. That's a hint. Yeah. On, on the same network. Mm-hmm. That's a hint. Been, I've been on the show before. That's another hint. Yeah, that is. That's a good. Now hint. they got to send you who it is. Whoever sends you that message, I'll figure something out. We'll send them a prize. Yeah. Well, we'll come up with something. We'll promote it. That would be cool. I haven't hit the point though where people like message me or anything yet. I do it's get a, a lot of weird like Facebook requests, but I don't know if that's just... It's a struggle. Don't don't open don't open up the pick requests. You're like, nope, never mind. Not opening that. Not trying to look at that. I don't want it. <laughs> no thanks. You know what's annoying to me? Hmm. Just on a last minute rant here. When you post something on Instagram and everybody's just like, promote it on this. Yeah, dude, that's promote so it on annoying. that. That's the new thing now. And yeah. I just block every one of them. Block, block, block. I just ignore it. Promote it on music.empirerecords.com. Like, no, yeah. fuck off. Promote it on these nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And with that, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, so we will see you next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>